Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so glad you guys are here. Let's get a couple house thing, housekeeping things out of the way. Do me a favor. Go and subscribe to the podcast if you are not already. This helps the podcast grow. You may be listening, but, you're not, but you might not be subscribed. So please do that. Also, leave a rating, leave a review, go tell a friend, help spread the word for all of you that are listening and have done that. Thank you so much. I cannot uh, express my gratitude to you guys enough. All right. Now I want to, what do I want to do, guys? I want to read a review for you guys. I should do this every week. But uh, let me uh, let me review. Blah, let me read you guys a review. This one is from Nug Trader. <laughs> Adam has great energy and presence to him. His guests are all everyday people that you can relate to. We want. Oh, what more can you ask for? His episodes are very real, and his episodes are very are very real and well spoken. And overall, I enjoy listening to them. I hope people can give this podcast a shot. I really enjoy it, and I think you will too. Exactly. Give me a shot, guys. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, Nug Trader, they enjoy it. I think you guys will. Uh, I bet Nug Trader's in California. A lot, I have quite a few listeners in California, so I appreciate all of you guys in California listening and all around the world. The world. The world, Craig. Top five security of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this episode is brought to you by Jombo Superfoods. Go check out my friends. You can go to jombocbd.com. You can check out their full line of products. What do they sell? Well, if you're in California, they do sell THC products. You can go to your local dispensary and probably catch some of their sprays. But for the rest of us, you will have to settle with CBD. Now, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing because CBD has so many benefits. First, Rest assured, you will not fail a drug test, and you will not alter your consciousness. So don't worry about that. But what you will experience is hopefully pain relief. I love their muscle balm, and I use it every day. I put it on my joints and my sore muscles. It's a part of my daily re uh, recovery protocol, and uh, I think you guys will have a lot of benefit. So what is CBD? Cannabidol. Again, one of many compounds found in the cannabis plant, but this particular one has been shown to have a ton of medicinal benefits, um, including anti-inflammatory properties, which is why I love the balm so much. It just aids in that recovery. If you do use the drops, again, there's inflammation within the body that it will reduce. And if you didn't know, it actually can help with the body's production of BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor which is basically the growth factor for the brain so what does that mean that means you can grow new brain cells in certain areas of the brain it's amazing stuff go check them out go to jombocbd.com use the code outside at checkout and you will save 20 percent again one more time use the code outside at checkout and you will save 20 percent all right, guys, we made it. We did it. All right, my guest today is a good friend of mine, been friends for so long. I've said this a million times. You guys are probably tired of hearing it, but it's just 
you, you forget how long you know people, and uh, I've known Craig for quite some time. So my guest is Craig Nasello. He is a former uh, dirt bike motocross racer. He is a cut man for Bellator and many, many actual promotions. Invicta, Bellator, Nemesis, Shamrock FC. He's just a, he's just he's moving and grooving, man. He's a professional cut man, and uh, I've just known Craig for a really long time. So I really enjoyed sitting down, shooting the shit, learning more about his journey and uh, and just what it's like being a cut man. So enjoy, guys. I can hear you. <laughs> Craig Nacello. Did I say that right? Yep. Yes. Yep. I had to ask Jordan Dowdy. A lot of people uh, say it uh, Nazalo. Nazalo? Nazalo. Okay. It's, it's, it sounds just the way it's spelled. Yeah. N-A, you know, N-A-S-E-L-L-O. Sometimes when I see the double L, I think a Y. Yeah. But uh, you're obviously not uh, Hispanic origin. No, I'm uh, uh, Sicilian, Italian. Okay. Yeah. So my family come from... Uh, from Sicily. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the town we came from. Uh, but I've, my cousin and my aunt both have a lot of, uh, done a lot of research yeah. on our family history. And uh, my cousin, she just spent two weeks, I think it was last year, year before last, over in Italy, oh. like doing even more research, going to the uh, the birthplace of our grandfather. That's and, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I really, I've never been to Italy, so I like really want to go. Yeah, that's a bucket list but, trip. Yeah, definitely. But I want to go to Sicily if I go. So your grandfather came over here, uh, Ellis Island. Yes, oh, through Ellis Island. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, wait. Yes. Great grandfather? No, it was great grandfather. I'm great, sorry, my great grandfather. Yes. That's cool though, man. <laughs> I think my grandfather was actually born in Sicily. If I'm not. If I'm correct, I might be wrong on that one. Yeah. I'd have to really, I'd have to actually make a couple phone calls and yeah. and find that one out. Right? But, have you taken one of those, um, those like ancestry tests? No, I haven't. So, like, so I know my, I know my dad's side of the family is Sicilian, but my mom's side of the family is actually Cherokee Indian. My grandmother was a full blooded Cherokee Indian. Cherokee oh, really? Indian, yes. Oh wow. Yeah. So my mom's mom was Cherokee Indian. Oh, I thought I had Indian in me, but then I got one of those tests done, and turns out I don't. I I think I want to do one, but it kind of they they scare me. Yeah. For like weird reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, one guy went to jail um, because of those tests. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just watched a episode of episode of uh, was it was it Bull or NC <laughs> one of the NCISs, I think, and that's how they fuck they really? caught somebody. Yeah. That's some real life like, shit though, yeah, dude. Yeah, it is. Oh man. <laughs> you know. I took one of those and um it turns out that I'm mostly just from like I'm half basically from the UK and then the other is like the Congo Cameroon area. Right on. There's like a few other little spots in there, but it's getting more and more accurate. Whenever I first got it, it was all over the map. It so was crazy. Th- dude, I thought you were uh, Mexican. Really? For the longest time. I get that all the time. Well, I mean because I've seen your mom, mm-hmm. and I've met your mom, lovely lady, and she's white. And then I was like, okay, well, his dad's probably like a Mexican or something. Yeah. And uh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, you yeah, know? my dad's black. 
Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. No, sure. dude, I get um, I <laughs> get. Just <laughs> picking on you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I get, I get, I get Hispanic a lot, or I get like I've gotten Middle Eastern. I've gotten. Uh, I don't see Middle Middle Eastern. I don't see that one either. But, but I also work around a lot of mid- Middle Eastern people. Yeah. So I don't see that. Yeah. I, um. Actually, I think you're. I I would I I would say more. Um, not even Mexican. I would say. Um, Spanish, like yeah. you're, you know, with your your coloring, yeah, you're, how dark you are. You know yeah, what I think saying? the other one I've gotten most is like Polynesian. I'm getting Polynesian. That's yeah, they see, see my tattoos too. for the most part. Yeah, you got some badass tattoos though. Thanks, I do dude. like your tats. I appreciate it. But uh, you just got back from. Uh, we're speaking of Indian. You just got <laughs> back from a fucking um, Indian resort. Indian resort. Yes, Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. I spent two nights with Bellator. Yeah, uh, Bellator. F- t- 215 and 216, I believe. Two really uh, good cards. Yes, two two excellent cards. I, I had one of the nastiest cuts I've ever seen, and I've been doing this a long, you know, about 10 years now. Yeah. And uh, I had uh, this guy got, I don't know if it was a punch or if it was up against the fence, but he had an L shape in the top of his head. Oh, shit, right there on the back like that? And it, like, dude, it was deep. Ugh. It was deep. I, I mean, I had bone. Yeah, yeah. I, I had two swabs on it, and just. I mean, I, I he wasn't bleeding, but <laughs> yeah. he, I got the bleeding to stop. But it was it was it was nasty. How do you get that bleeding to stop? You just cake on the Vaseline um, and pressure. There's uh, so as a, a cutman, we use epinephrine. Okay. Um, so epinephrine. <sighs> Is uh, mostly used for like uh, al- uh, allergic outbreaks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, but we use it to 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 stop uh, it causes, bleeding. Causes clotting really no, fast. No, actually, it causes um, it it causes everything to swell up and to shut the bleeding off. Oh. It, it gets the cells to to open oh. and and like stop to not clot it, but to. Um, I'm completely like losing my th- train of thought on no, you're how fine. I'm trying to explain it, but basically it swells everything up. The, yeah, the membrane and stuff, and then right. Cuts so all that out. pressure just yeah. cuts off all the circulation. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, it, but it was uh two fifteen two sixteen two fifteen two sixteen. I had to look through my email. <laughs> yeah, man, I um I don't follow fights like I used to, but um I was I definitely wanted to see that MVP and uh, Paul Daly fight. I still haven't watched it though. I saw who won though. Yeah. It, it, was it kind of lackluster? Yeah, it was. It was lackluster, but I think Paul Daly fought the fight he needed to fight, and I honestly had him winning that fight. I heard he exposed MVP. Um, I had him winning that fight until the last minute and a half of the fifth round. Really, I did. So how did they give it to the other guy? Because he got up and. Put, put it, it on him. Put it on him for yeah. like the last minute and a half or minute or so. Sometimes all you have to do is steal that last little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's all it takes. Sometimes I these mean, refs are jokes. I mean, yeah, these judges they don't know they don't know shit. No, nah, you can't say that because there are some judges there um, that have been in the sport that are refs. Yeah, and judges. And there's a there's one judge I know for a fact. He's been doing this a long, long time, and he's a really good judge. Yeah. I mean, he really is a good judge. They're out there. They're out there. And I think as the sport grows, you will get better and better judges. Well, you see a lot of uh, a lot of fighters retiring and turning into judges. Yeah, that's And the referees. Uh, look at Frank uh, Trigg. He's probably one of the best referees out there now. Oh, he refs? Oh, yeah. He's a ref in California. Oh, I did not oh, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Frank Trigg. He's he a, knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if 
of anybody you want refing a fight, I think an ex-pro fighter with the caliber of Frank Trigg yeah. is definitely somebody you want in that ring with you. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you lost John McCarthy uh, being a ref. He, he retired. He's now doing commentary. Right. For Bellator. For Bellator, which <clears throat> he does a great job. Loved him as a ref. Super good dude. Like, one of the nicest people that I've ever talked to. And, he, you know, every time I see him, he's like, hey, man, you know. Super friendly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super, super friendly. Yeah. Um, so then you've got other refs. Um, I got a good friend, Greg Franklin, Rich Franklin's brother. Okay. Greg was 8-5 and five as a pro. He refs for Invicta, but he only refs for Invicta in uh, Missouri. Oh. Um, super good ref. Yeah. Just because he's been in that ring. Right. You know, I'm not taking away anything from guys that have never fought, but I think if you have fought, it does help. 100%. It definitely You know, helps. I mean, it does, especially refing, because – well, especially in those situations where it looks like a lot isn't happening. Right. But when you understand the battle. Right. You know what I mean? Like on the cage or yeah. in the ground, on the ground or something. Yeah. You get those, you know, you get the boo birds going behind you. Oh, this sucks. Stand them up. up. Stand them <laughs> up. And you're like, no, don't stand them up because this guy's about to choke the shit out of this guy. Yeah. You know, There's you're like. real shit happening Yeah. Right they're here. like, you're just, you know, and, and as people like, like us, you know, I, I only fought once, you know, but I did some jujitsu tournaments. I wasn't great at it. And I knew that, but I I, did, I didn't get into this until I was, I didn't start doing this until I was like 32 years old. You know, I had my first fight at 36. <sighs> Dude. You know, I yeah. was 36 years old when the first time, I, and it was just an amateur boxing match. But still, you did it. But I did it. It was fun. I had a good time. But I sat there, but, uh, but to, my, to my point is when I get to a fight and I see so many fights, like I work every single weekend almost. Yeah. I mean, I, I've worked in Victor, you work in Bellator, you work in Shamrock. Shamrock. I work for KCFA out in Kansas City. I got them this weekend. Okay. I, you know, we got Shamrock in what, two weeks? Yeah. Um, I work for Nemesis here in town, uh, in St. Louis. Um, I, you know, so it's, I see anywhere from 15 to 12 fights a night. Yeah. Every single night I work. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I've learned just by watching that, you know, like, Hey, this guy's going to do this or this guy's going to do that. And, you know, and it's interesting, you know, uh, you find out little things and, and especially like listening to coaches. Yeah. Like, so I had, uh, you know, you have like coaches like, well, like Mike Rogers. Yeah. He's like one, like I've, I sat with him when, uh, Julius fought, um, down at Branson and it was Julius and um gosh darn it. Who Lucas else? Lucas Clay fought. Lucas on that Clay one. fought. That was, that was LFA, right? Yeah, LFA down Branson. And um man, what's what's his name now? I can't think of his name. And I I hate Charles Johnson. Jesus. Oh, I cannot oh. believe that just can Charles is like one of my favorite guys to watch fight. And yeah. I just like totally He's a big fight coming up. Yeah. Uh Are you working that? March 9th, yeah. Me and Sid G will be working that show. Yeah. But uh you know, I sit there and I've really never sat and just in the corner with Mike and 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 listened and watched. Yeah. But watching him and Quentin O'Brien coach yeah. from the sideline is like wow. I mean, it was it was amazing to watch yeah. and listen to. So I I worked Mizuki's corner a couple well last year um, in Oklahoma for Invicta, and she had um, she was uh, her coach was. Uh, um, I ally Quintus head coach. Um, 
God dang it, I can't think of his name. I don't know either. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember. It's too many names. Yeah, dude. yeah. And I try to remember everybody's name. I but try. The other one was Duke Rufus. Okay. Sitting in a corner with Duke Rufus is just like it, that wasn't her coach at the. But watching Duke but, Rufus but know coach who somebody he is yeah yeah watching Duke Rufus coach somebody or it's just it's like oh my god it's it's amazing to watch or sit and listen to those guys coach yeah but then you get those people <laughs> that are just like get up yeah and you're like man get in a real gym. <laughs> yeah, you dude. know, I hate saying that, but it's true. And, and, and I have the utmost respect for everybody that gets in, in the cage, but at some point you have to go train at a real gym with real coaches. If you want to make it, if you want to make it 100%. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you had one of the, you were in, you're, you still train at St. Charles MMA, right? Yeah, man. I'm still in there doing okay, I, I, I thought, but yeah. I mean, it's one of the legit gyms. Yeah. I mean, they've produced some killers. Yeah, we've had a lot of killers. We got some more coming up. So I'm I'm like the striking coach now for uh, okay for Sammy Henson's son Jackson. Oh, Sammy's an awesome dude. He yeah. works with us. Shane yeah, Hawkins. Sammy's great, and uh, he has a son Jackson. He's 19 years old, savage wrestler. No, not a lot of striking, but we're working on it. We've been working on it for probably about going on two months now. Right on. And he's going to fight in Kansas City in April on Shamrock. Okay, he's nice. Have his amateur debut. So all right, cool. I'll be there. Yeah, I'm That's pretty excited. Awesome. Yeah, dude, it's going to be a good card. But, uh, yeah, man, you it, it definitely helps to have um, a good team behind you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I used yeah. to uh, work security for all those old Jim Jinky shows. <laughs> That's <laughs> where we met. Yeah. That's like <laughs> so, dude, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we've seen our fair share of just, oh, just terrible. backward bums going in there slugging it out. And uh, you know what? I have – I, I'm not mad at those guys. I mean, they, they're, hey, they're having know, fun. Yeah. If, if that's what you want to do and that's what you, you know, you want to have fun, dude, I'll still wrap your hands and fix your cuts and take care of you. Yeah. Just like I would take care of Michael Chandler or, yeah. or Patricio Pitbull or, or, you know, Chet Congo. I mean, I'm going to go in there and do what I got to do to help you. Right. You know, but if you want to take it serious, yeah. Get in the gym. Yeah, man, you can tell the difference between coaches. So I actually got to coach, and I, I cornered Jake Roberts one time. I think it was, I think when RFA was still around. And um, was that down at the Chase Park Plaza? Yep. Okay. And um, I got to corner him with uh, with John Crouch. And uh, this is before like I really knew a whole lot about John. Right. But uh, looking back on it now, I'm just like, holy shit, dude! Like I got to corner like yeah. with one of the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's really fucking good. Yeah. I tell you another one that's really good at cornering and really good coach is James Krause. Have you ever li- sit and listened to him? Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, like I. I and and I know I. You, you listen to those guys and you're just like, wow, it's just amazing because they. They, they, they say this stuff to their guys, and their guys do it, and you're like, okay, cool. They're listening. How do you get those guys, you know, the yeah. other people? Because you get those guys that, you know, you go in there your first, second, you know, one or two fights. You're not listening. To nothing. Nothing. No. You're just like, I'm in here, and I'm going to do this, and Everything's let's go. Everything's going so fast. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, what did I do wrong? Everything. <laughs> you did everything wrong, yeah. but you won or you, you know, or you lost. Now we know what we got to work on or, you yeah. know, but I mean, I, like I said, I have nothing but respect for every, every person that steps in a ring or a cage or, yeah. I mean, you know, granted there are some guys that don't need to be in there, but I still, yeah. Well, at least they have the, I mean, at least I, they got the balls. Yeah. You can still respect that. Yeah. That, at that aspect. Cause not yeah. everybody would want to step in there. No, I don't want to step in there. I'm 43 years old. I don't want to step in there anymore. The only I'm reason I'm stepping in there is if you're cut or hurt. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, the only reason man. I'm going in there. Yeah, dude. I just started worrying about my brain too much. You were thinking about getting hit. 
yeah, I've so I used to race motorcycles. Yeah. Um, I ra- that's how I got into this actually. Um, so I used to train at CMMA Fighting Systems when we were uh, it was still open under Steve Knogel. It was over in Granite. Yeah, over in Granite. And that's where me. Well, that's how me and Jordan know each other so well because we started around the same time. Um, and then uh, I was actually just going in there to get in shape for racing motorcycles because yeah. I was trying to qualify for a uh, amateur nationals that's held in uh, at Loretta Lynn's Ranch every August. Okay. And uh, just started doing it. Got you know got in there and I just kind of fell in love with it. And the the racing kind of went to the side because you know I didn't qualify for Loretta's even though I should have and I just screwed up. It was you know yeah. I wrecked a couple times, had a couple of bike problems, and it just happens. Yeah, you know. But then I just started falling in love with the sport itself uh, of MMA and and the training aspect of it. You couldn't tell I trained anymore today, <laughs> but I, I I I absolutely just I loved it. And then um, uh, Mike Driesbach. He got his tryout for the UFC. As a cut man. As a cut man. Yeah, yeah as a cut man for the UFC. So that same weekend he was going to do that, we had uh, Sal Woods fighting, and I think we had a couple of other amateurs fighting. And back then, all the coaches wrapped hands and yeah. knew how to wrap hands. Yeah, I mean, I can't I, – I don't know when that transition happened. I but don't yeah, know either. It, it used to be that you had yeah. to bring all your own stuff yeah. and wrap all your own hands. So – Mike was like, hey, does anybody here want to wrap hands, learn how to wrap hands, and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, I want to learn any, every aspect of this I can, I can, because I was just that much in love with the sport. And I still am. I love the sport. I, I love everything about MMA. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. two guys or two girls going in there and giving it their all. And, you know, some people are like, oh, it's so brutal. And it's like, no, not really. Yeah, not to me. It, well, there's a couple of things there, right? Because you have more um, ways to defend yourself. Yes. Whenever compared to like boxing, boxing or something. I mean, I can I can grab you and I can hold you right. for an extended period of time, or right. I can take you down. Right. You know what I mean? But there's more ways to win. There's instead more of ways just to punching win. you in the face until you either drop or we go 12 rounds. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody talks about CTE, CTE. I mean, look at CTE and CTE and boxing in football. Oh yeah. Bo- I mean, there's Absolutely. two two brutal sports. But that's what I was getting to say with, uh, earlier with the motorcycle racing. That's uh, one of the reasons well, – that's not one of the reasons I quit racing. But it's kind of started – had something to do with it because I remember a few times I've hit my head pretty I, – you know, Dude, you're going fast on those bikes. Well, I, I bounced my head off the ground plenty of times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've had probably 10 or 15 good concussions. Really? Oh, yeah. How long did you race for? Um, I raced from 1996 – to 2010 or 11 i can't remember that's good 14 15 years man yeah when i had a break in between for a little i had about a two-year layoff i got hurt and decided to step away for a while and then i still had that urge to go race a motorcycle yeah um i miss it i don't even own a motorcycle now at you, all. Don't, you don't ride anymore i don't ride anything anymore i sold my harley last summer and I have a Jeep. That's that's my thing now. Yeah, I, you still put the top down on that. Got the top down on that, and you know. But I do miss motorcycles uh, tremendously. I like I watch racing on TV, and I'm like, I could still do that. And I'm like, then I get up and go get a drink of water, and I'm like, no, I can't. Nope, sure can't. <laughs> nope, I'm falling apart. Dang. <laughs> so you started real young. Uh, I've been riding. I actually learned how to ride a dirt bike before I knew how to ride a bicycle. Really? Yes. I was two years old when I got my first dirt bike. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My, so my dad was a my dad's a big more was a big motorcycle person, um, or is a big. Per- 
yeah, is a big per, uh, motorcycle person. We're like, we owned our own motorcycle shop and everything over in Alton. So you built bikes and stuff like that? Yeah, I've done all that crap. I've drag raced. I've road raced. I've rode motocross. Motocross was my favorite. I love going fast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, street bikes, I could ride a wheelie for a mile and a half, you know. Nowhere near like Cole Freeman. I was gonna say, I'm sure you and Cole probably <laughs> had some really yeah, good conversations. Me, uh, yeah, yeah. We Cole's a good dude. I, I, that's he's probably one of my favorite people. He's a pretty funny dude, and I love to watch him ride. I, I mean, yeah, that dude is. I've been following him on Instagram. Yeah, and like um, Dre- jumping that dresser. I'm like, dude, dirt. dude. I've jumped dirt bikes, and I'm like, I know what it's like when it hit, when you hit the ground, but jumping a big Harley Davidson dresser. He's crazy, man. Dude, that's a big motorcycle. Yeah, that's a big bike. Yeah, he's sitting there riding wheelies with those big ass oh, bikes. Yeah. What was it? I just saw an Instagram clip. It was uh like in this little square area in the backyard. They're barbecuing. Yeah, the barbecue. He's, he's yeah, going he's, around. Yeah, he's doing, <laughs> he's doing circles on the back wheel. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. I want to sit down with him. You need to, dude. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure he's got all kinds of stories to tell you. I'm sure he does. But uh, yeah. So like I said, I, I, I started with uh, CMMA just doing that, and then I transitioned into. Uh, I, I did the learn how to wrap hands and I kind of already knew how to do, uh, cuts. I was an EMT, um, in my 20, early twenties. Okay. Like I went to school to be an EMT. And, uh, so I, you know, basic, basic trauma is, it's, it's simple. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. Right. Um, so that's how I ended up just transitioning to a cut man, which took me a long time to do. I mean, honestly, uh, when Mike left, and moved to Oklahoma because he got a job with the government. I uh, I took over the duty the duties of the cut man for CMMA, and uh, just took care of our guys for the longest time. And then my first cut man show was with uh, first time I worked as a paid cut man was uh, uh, Steve Smith. I worked a Steve Smith show down Those at Rumble the, Time shows. Rumble Time show down at uh, Ameristar. Yeah. And then just kind of me and Sid Sid G hooked up with me, and then it's just been kind of. That's it. It's the rest been is history. Yeah, it's just been rolling like nonstop, dude. It's been crazy. Yeah. So did you do how many uh how long did you would you say that you uh were a cut man for free? Three years at least. Yeah. Every, every bit of three years. Yeah. I mean I were I remember working Jim Jenkins shows for free. Yeah. You know, not getting paid anything, which I didn't care. I mean, I was just wanting the the experience. I remember I would go down to the to, down to CMMA and sit in, in and wrap hands before they sparred just to get practice. Right. That's you know, what it takes. It takes, I mean, I wrap my own hands, um, which this way is okay, or doing my right, uh, left hand is okay, but my right hand would look like it was going to fall off because <laughs> I cannot do Yeah, I'm right-handed. I can't yeah. do anything with my left hand. I'm terrible with my left hand. So, uh, but yeah, I did that. Um, man, I've worked anywhere and everywhere. Like at one point I was just like, if you pay me, I'll show up. I don't care where you fight at. You can fight in the middle of a field. Yeah. You know, some people do. Oh, and I know I, uh, <laughs> trust me. I know like my brother. So, uh, we had fights in Alton, uh, Illinois in a parking garage of the Eagles. Wow. Like the first year we did it, we, or the first time we did it, we did it on the very top of the parking garage. And the second time we did it, it was supposed to rain. So we're like, ah, oh, freaking out. Didn't know what to do. So we put the cage on the bottom level. Yeah. And then we just started doing them all at the bottom level because it was cool because it was loud. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, it's like it, Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, it, and the, the acoustics in the, uh-huh. in the parking garage, echoing. it was just so loud. It was, it was fun. It was, uh, it was cool to, to, to be a part of that. I wasn't a cut. I didn't do any of the cut work then. I just helped my brother run the show, you know, yeah. do whatever I could to help him get stuff together. But it was, it was very, very cool. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing 
I can't believe how long I've been doing this now. Yeah, I know when it's, you really think about it. Yeah, I really think about it. It's like I've seen so much and I've done so much. And thousands I've seen, of fights. Uh, yeah, thousands of fights. I've seen so many people come and go. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so many promotions come and go. Yeah, I was just talking to uh, the Knuckle Junkies crew and Mike Rogers yesterday about it. Um, there's so many small promotions just in yeah. and out, man. Yeah. Well, you know, you get the guys that they come mm. in and they want to – they want to swing their dick and act like a big shot and spend all this money and then realize, wow, I didn't sell shit for tickets and right. didn't sell nothing. You know, it happens. It does. And, and, and I get that. Um, but, you know, my, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what yeah. to think about that. I you think know? a part of it is uh, I think Fight Hard ruined a lot of promotions by giving away tickets. That that did hurt. that did hurt a little bit. Yes, I'm sure. You know, because I would talk to people, and it's just like um, people. You'd hear like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to be fighting," and they're like, oh, "Are you going to be fighting at uh, uh, at the family arena?" Because everybody's right. thinking free tickets, free tickets, free yeah. tickets, free tickets. So it just devalued the ticket. Right. Yeah, and I could see that. I could see that quite a bit. Um. They, and I see what they're selling tickets this time, right? I think so for like ten bucks, though. That's not bad. I mean, yeah. But, you, know. you still have to pay for parking, I'm sure. That's how they get their money, right? It's like $20 for parking. I, I It was at the family arena. Yeah. Because I remember the first show I ever worked there, I ended up paying the 20 bucks, and I'm like, wait, I'm working. Why am I paying to park here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is this next show also at the family arena? No. Oh, uh, okay. Family arena, from my knowledge, is under contract with Shamrock. Oh. So the next show for Fight Hard is at the Chaffetz downtown. Okay. So that'll be interesting. That'd be a cool one. Yeah, because well, I remember Jared doing his show there, and I worked it with John Davis then. And uh, we had a good time. It was fun. Um, Pretty good turnout or no? It's a I, big place. It's a big place. It's so, you it's know, so hard to you yeah, know, I mean, get people in there. I, and that was so long ago. I really, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. Cause it's, That's cool if you don't. No, I, it's just like one of those things you're like, okay, what show is Just that? another show, man. And I hate saying that like that, That's but the truth. it's the truth. I mean, it's if people don't understand, it's like I work almost every single like every single weekend this month in February. I've been booked. Yeah. I've been out of town every single weekend this month. Yeah, and like I got to go to Kansas City this weekend, which is Saturday. You know, yeah. and then I get a weekend off, and then I've got uh, three or four weeks in a row. Yeah, like it almost sounds insensitive to say because it does, and I feel like, like it's like, it's like everything for those fighters. Yeah. It's like this is what, like this is what I've been training and I don't for, wanna, and I don't want to, I don't want to put it out like that. But. Yeah, but this, but but it is. I mean, it's just another weekend for you, but that doesn't mean that you don't give them the same level right. of attention. You know oh no I mean? no no, absolutely. Like if I go, if I'm if I'm wrapping your hands or working your show, I mean, yeah, I've wrapped your hands how many times? Yeah, I can't. I don't even you know, know, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean. I'm the only person that's ever wrapped Jordan Dowdy's hands. Oh, really? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, you know, I I take pride on in doing the best job to my ability that I can. And if yeah. I if I let somebody down, dude, that bothers me more than anything. Yeah. You could come cuss me out and call me a dick and everything you want to my face, but if you looked at me and said I'm disappointed in you. That's gonna hurt me more than anything. Really? Yes. I don't yeah. know why. Well, did you wrap amazing hands? But I've always been that way. I mean, like I've always been built that way. Like that was the way. Like my dad. Like when I was growing up, my dad's like, "You're so," you know, my dad yelling, scream at me, and then my mom would look at me and just go, "You're just, I'm disappointed at you," and that would upset me more than my dad yelling and screaming at me. Yeah. Beating my ass. Yeah. You know? Just, just to have that, uh, like that knowledge that you let somebody down. Yeah, dude. It's just, it's so hard. It's like, it's like, oh man, I really hope I didn't. You know. Yeah. And it's just like. Cause you always want to give 
and I'm that type of person that when I go to work, even in my day job, I want to do the best of my the best to my ability as I possibly can. Yeah. And I always want to bring my A game. Don't get me wrong. I everybody has off nights, and I have you know I have off nights. Right. You know I mean, but it might not seem that to other people, but me. Right. You know, because if I see it, you know, if I if I feel it's an off night, I know it's an off. I'm gonna have an off night. But I still try to keep that to myself. And, right. You Stay know. as composed as you can yes. and still do your job. I mean, you're a professional, right? You show up. Yes. That's that's basically what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I just want people to go out there and give it their all and not have to worry about it. Right. If they get injured, you know, hey, so-and-so's in your corner. He'll take care of it, you know, or this person's, you know, wrapping yeah. my hands. I'm, I'm good. Let's do this. Yeah, you know? I always felt real confident knowing you, like, when you were my corner man. Because, like, in the beginning of my career, like, we had Matt Marsden, and we were pretty lucky with that. Fuck yeah, you were. <laughs> Matt is awesome. I'm sorry. Dude, I'm so being biased because, you know, he's... I'm biased, you know, too. I'm being biased because I do like Matt. Like, we actually uh, sat and talked this weekend, and, like, Matt is an amazing person and an awesome dude, and I cannot ask for a better person to be... My boss. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, really, I mean, essentially. He's just such a cool dude. Yeah. He's such a good dude, too. I mean, like, you can just shoot the shit with him about anything. And yeah. And he's so knowledgeable about so Super, much stuff. Yeah, he is, man. And for the folks listening, Matt Marsden, head cut man for Bellator. Yes. Yeah. He, um, yeah, I can remember, yeah, him just, uh, you know, getting his chops on, uh, you know, those old uh, Case Champ cards and just <laughs> yeah. going around everywhere and then he just started working with bellator and then before you know it, he's like the guy for bellator well yeah well and then you know then don't forget about dean lassiter and sid g i mean sid yeah. g's a st louis guy too and then yeah. dean, dean's a chicago guy originally i don't think i know dean uh, he's got the long uh long uh brownish blonde hair hmm. you know, i think if he, i saw him kind of looks kind of got the fabio look going on <laughs> we mess with him at least I mess with him. About he's with Bellator. It. Yeah, he's with oh, Bellator. I know yeah, about. he's okay. with Bellator. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, then you got Brandon <clears throat> uh, Brillhart. He's a good dude too. Great, great cut man. He's from North Carolina. Okay. But uh, he's also a Bellator cut man. Yeah, dude. Bellator, they just have a good staff. Dude, um, there's. I mean, yeah. Everybody's just so cool from front to back. I yeah. I mean, it's just like everybody's so nice. It's everybody's so cool. Yeah. Well, then your buddy Mark, Mike Garrett works there, and yeah. I think Kirk Huff works there every once in a while. Um. Yeah, I think maybe he feels. I know Alejandro was kind of Alejandro the first was one there for a while. There. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's not still working. I don't think so. I yeah. don't, I'm not. I think for sure. he got Garrett on board. I think Alejandro was first, and then Mike Garrett came. I think so. Yeah. 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 I think that's how it went. But uh, but yeah, like Garrett's such a good dude. I mean, everybody's like super nice and super easy to get along with and yeah it's just it's a team right it, i mean it's like it's the epitome of a team like everybody knows their job and everybody does their job to like an, an amazing ability and yeah and just to sit and it's like so we had they had two shows like a friday night and a saturday night show this past week and or that last week and it's just like i just kind of sat back because i you know other than being a cut man i don't have a lot to do to do but i just sit back and watch everybody a little bit and it's just like Everybody just it's a well-oiled machine. Very well-oiled it's machine. It's so nice to be a part of a team, right? When people are helping each other and everybody's doing their job I, and everybody's accountable. I tell you what, Shamrock's Shamrock's the same way, dude. Dude, yeah. I mean, you came to what two or three? Or is this two? You worked for us now? Um, just or the was, one. Just the just one. one. So they have me working all the local shows. Yeah, I'm yeah. not traveling to KC. Okay, you're not doing KC yet. Yeah. So yeah, so just with that, I mean, everybody has their job. Yeah. And everybody does their job, and then like Rob Doniker. He needs an assistant. I told him that. Dude, he does need an he assistant. He really does. That man does need – he needs somebody because he, he is the glue that holds everything he does together. A ton. Yes, that guy uh, 
I, Rob needs I, me. That's what he needs. He needs there you me. Go. There you go. You need a, <laughs> we need to take Jesse if you're listening to this. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, but Shamrock is, I mean, and they're a local promotion, but they've been around, what, 21 years now? Something like that. They've been around for a long you know, time. I don't and know when they I've been with I've been with them for four, maybe going on five years now, yeah. four, something like that. And uh, Jesse and Rob, dude, they, they treat me great. They treat me like family. They're yeah, they're good people to me. Yeah, um, th- I've had nothing th- but good experiences. Yeah, nothing but good experiences. That you know, um, and just like any other family, that's we we screw with each other and yeah. you know have fun with each other. But we also, when it's time to work, we get our work done, and yeah, you know, we try to do the best that we can. Right. You know, at all times, and every like I said, everybody knows their role, and everybody does their role very well. Right. Dude, so what keeps you still working a day job? Uh, insurance. Okay. And, um, uh, so I have to keep insurance on me and my son. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the day to day, I have to still have a steady paycheck. Um, yeah, I have four shows this month, but January I only had one show. Yeah. You know, so it's, I've got to make sure I still have, you know, I still got a house payment, still got a car payment, right? you know, still got to, still got to pay the, you know, Still gotta live, man. Right. I still gotta make put food on the table. So. Yeah, yeah. Because some people would hear that they're like, "What do you do?" I mean, like you're living the dream, dude. You're yeah. traveling all over the country, and I work a forty hour work uh, regular job. <laughs> yeah, you that, know? that makes. Uh, how how do you find the time? Is the real question. That's probably a better question. Uh, I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't. No. Dude. I, I I no seriously. I um. So my day job is is pretty cool, or you know, not cool, but it's it's a cool job. Um, I work for the biggest salty snack company in the world. Um. I'm not going to say who because I yeah. really don't, you know. Yeah. But they, um, they've been really uh, cool about letting me have off. Yeah. If I have to go out of town on like a Thursday, um, I'm afraid that's going to change soon. So we'll I'm, see. I'm worried about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, for the most part, man, I, I start my day uh, at four or five o'clock in the morning. And I usually I'm off by 12 or one every day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's not that bad. You know, um, I'd prefer that schedule. I like waking up early. It don't bother me. I mean, I've been doing it for 18 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I've been doing it for so long. I'm used to doing it. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just another day. Yeah. I got up at three o'clock this morning. That's just because I couldn't sleep. I usually wake up by five though. So yeah. Well, like last night I was worried because I fell asleep after I got off work for like a couple hours. And usually if I do that, then I'm like, I can't sleep at night. Yeah. So I took a melatonin and I, was, I think I was asleep at like nine nine o'clock last night, which is amazing. Yeah. Because then I got like seven hours of sleep and I couldn't believe it. It's like, huge. I woke up and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so I feel so good. Let's go do this. Like, this is so weird. Yeah. You know, but uh, but I definitely get those nights where I don't sleep and it's just like, this yeah. is gonna suck. Yeah. You, you just know? feel like your body's just a little, a yeah. little drained. Yeah. But you're just like in the zombie mode. <laughs> yeah. Ab- ab- absolutely. And you just, you just go through your emotions. You're like, Oh, let's do this. Let's yeah. get this done. But for the most part, I actually, you know, I like both. I like both my job. I, I like my job. Yeah. I love my other job. Yeah. You know, don't be wrong. If I could be a cut man full time, There'd be no doubt in my mind. I'd do it. And I'd do it right now. Yeah. I'd, I'd quit. Yeah. Tomorrow, but I can't. Right. You know. I, I mean, that's yeah. There, there are probably only a handful of people who are making like a full time living as a cut man. I don't these think. Days. I think there's maybe three. Really. I think it's Matt, uh, Marsden, Rob, uh, Monroe, and Jacob Stitch Duran. I think that's the only three that are doing it. Dang. 
as a full-time cut band. I don't know. And I don't know about the guys over in Europe. or right. I think that's uh, – I'm not 100% positive. Or maybe even like the boxing scene, right? Because yeah, boxing. boxers have to have their own dedicated cut yeah. band and they get a certain percentage or whatnot, right? Yeah, I, I believe it's something I, like that. Yeah, I, don't I don't do much boxing. Yeah, I don't – I don't. Yeah. But. I've always done – you know, I, in fact, I got asked that over the weekend. I, I had a coach go – you come from the boxing world, right? No, I come from the MMA world. I've yeah, I've never done. I've done boxing, but not. It's all been amateur boxing. Yeah. you know, I don't do a lot of. I don't have a lot of pro boxing. Yeah, experience. I didn't know anything about it until um, until uh, Stitch Duran kind of parted ways from the UFC, and there was just all this news. Like I think who did he corner? Did he corner Mayweather, or somebody? He was going to corner a boxer. Oh, he cornered. Um, so he was with the Klitschko's for years. Okay. And then he was also with, um, gosh darn it, what's his name? He just he just uh, he retired just not so long ago. He was real good, and I cannot think of his name now. Uh, Andre Ward. Okay. Andre Ward. He was with him for a long time. Oh, so he's making checks with those fighters. Uh, yeah, you know, so he was making good money with them. I'm sure. I oh mean, yeah. You know, like. The Klitschko's, I'm sure, took care of him. Mm-hmm. You know, the one guy I would love to be a cut man for is that uh, Lomachenko. Oh, I yeah. just want to sit in this corner and watch him fight. Dude, he, <laughs> he fights in the Matrix, bro. Oh, my God, dude. That guy's amazing. Holy cow. I just seen a video of him and TJ Dillashaw sparring on, on Facebook earlier today. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, that was cool. I was like, uh, so go to the Lomachenko, uh, Lomachenko's fan page. Yeah. That was pretty cool. He just cool. has such amazing movement. Oh, yeah. Just watching that guy, it's like, how? Yeah. I mean – how do people – I mean, you see it coming before it's yeah. even there. Some people are just so next level, man. Oh, yeah. So, and so you see level. it so much. I mean, like you can see the levels of people, you know, yeah. and, and, and watch – just in even just at locally, mm-hmm. watching guys go from like their first fight to the, like their 10th fight. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they, they, they get in the pro ranks and then, you know, they can start using elbows and knees to the head and this and that and then just – it keeps gradually going. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's amazing to watch. Um, like I've watched Jordan grow up from an amateur all the way to a professional. He did it relatively fast too. Yeah, he uh, he's got this thing with age. Yeah, I mean, well, I start, get it. He started. He started he, yeah, he started late. Yeah. Now his brother Jake. I don't know if you. Uh, I don't know how Jake's doing. I haven't talked to him in a while. But I saw him at Fuji. See him at Fuji. Yeah. I don't know if he's. Is he back to training now? Some I or think he's doing a little I, bit. I mean, his back is kind of yeah. iffy. You know. Jake so. was. Jake was. Jake was really good. Yeah. Jake starting out was really good, um, and uh, it's a shame he got hurt. Um, I'm trying to think of who else there was um, that I watched from like the very beginning. Um, but those two are, I, I for sure, because they were in our gym. Right. You know, it's, so it's like mm-hmm. I remember their very first amateur fights. Yeah. You know, and, uh, well, heck, I watched you pretty much grow up. Yeah, man, I've been around for a long time. So have you. Yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude. So um, what was your worst injury with, I mean, you said you had a pretty bad one with, with motorcycles. I mean, when you when you crashed with racing, right? Uh, I actually really not, I didn't really get hurt that much. I broke this wrist, uh, my right wrist six times one yeah. season. So like, that's as far as I can bend it now. Like, so oh, shit. I kept breaking a nuvicular bone. Um, and, uh, if any motorcycle enthusiasts know, uh, that's what, uh, ended Rick Johnson's career is this, there's a little bone right here. It sits underneath your thumb okay. and it gets terrible blood supply. So, um, it, yeah, I kept breaking it. 
And then I just said, screw it, and started taping my hand and racing with a broken hand for a while. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was – or a broken wrist. But it wasn't that bad. It's – like, it still hurts today, but it's just arthritis. You stretch it or anything? I No. I used to, and I just – dude, I – I, I'm, I don't care no more. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care no more. Uh, it's fair, man. I just, you know, I, I, I just, you know. Yeah. I, I want to uh, have fun and just enjoy what I do now. Yeah. I, I broke know. my hand whenever I was in high school. I was 18 years old. And um, I, I punched a car window. Oh, that was smart. Yeah, I know. I was real smart, right? <laughs> so now I have two plates in there and 12 screws. And um, and every time I ask you, is there any injuries I need to know about? No. No, there's nothing to worry about. It's all good. I know. but no, Never any issues, but you can see the hardware yeah. moving. Yeah. But um, I just know one day my hands is going to be so crippled. It's just not uh, – I'm not going to be functional. Just depends. I mean, you take care of yourself pretty good. I try. Yeah, so I mean – Stem cells are amazing too. I mean, I'll just shoot them in there. Yeah. I mean, it's worth a try. Technology's I mean, stem so far. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like I've had a couple people – because I have to actually have a hip replacement. Okay. Um. So – I've had people say, well, have you tried stem cells? I don't know if stem cells would work with what I have. So I have avascular necrosis. So it means my bone is not getting <clears throat> enough blood supply. Yeah. So it's dying, slowly slowly dying. The yeah. ball is starting to like get flat spots on it. So that's yeah. what's causing me my pain. But mm. here's the problem. I have it in both hips. Oh, shit. I only have it. The, the left hip is the – or the right hip is the worst. The left hip – doesn't bother me at all. Did racing cause some of that? You think? No, it's. Did just... you ever do big jumps? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I jumped. Uh, so I, I didn't like suit or so. There's there's two different aspects of motocross or racing dirt bikes. There's supercross, which is indoors and really tight, and there's outdoors, which is more wide open and like you have to be super fit to do it because yeah. it's it's literally 35 minutes plus two laps of nonstop as fast as you possibly can go Okay. over anything and everything. Yeah. I never raced supercross because I was scared of it. I'm straight up. I did not like supercross because it was so tight, so confined. Yeah. And back when I started doing it, it was like the wild, wild west. I'm like, I see people getting jumped on all the time oh. and stuff. And I was just like, nah, I'm good with that. Yeah. I'll stick to the outdoors. I yeah. like, I like going fast anyway. Mm -hmm. So I always tried to race the outdoors and <clears throat> I always raced the outdoors. I did a couple of smaller arena cross series. Um, and those are even worse because like they're in hockey rinks. Oh yeah. So like, yeah, that's not very, big. you know, go to, the, go to Scott trade and move like the first 10 rows back and then put a track in. Yeah. It's not Scott trade, but enterprise now. Yeah. <laughs> How many names does that place had? Um, 10, I think, <laughs> but you know, but like a supercross would be in the dome, mm -hmm. you know, in fact, it was there for years and this is like the first year they're not having it there. They're, they moved it to Tennessee, but mm. there's a lot of theft down there every time, every year that people would come like 10 or 15 dirt bikes would get stolen. Oh, really? Every time. Oh, it's terrible. I felt so bad for those guys. I would too. Yeah. So That's I had, money I those. did have the chance though. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine, good friend of mine, Josh McDowell raced, the 98 Supercross, or he tried to qualify. Let me rephrase that. So he made it three laps and broke his collarbone. And that's another thing that kind of was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, you know? dude, I don't want that. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just do this. Yeah. I'm cool with this. But, yeah, I've had, you know, I've had all kinds of injuries, but nothing too severe. Like, I've never really uh, – I've I've screwed my knees up, you know, and, and ligaments, you know, hurt things like that, you know. Nothing but surgery or anything like but that. But no surgery. Um no uh lots of lots of hitting my head and and 
knocking myself silly. Yeah. Like I had one where I hit my head and my eye twitched for six months and then I hit my head again and my eye quit twitching. Oh shit. Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's like, how did that happen? You know, know, how does that work? But you know, um, but we, it was fun. I miss it. Um, immensely. I miss it. I, I love racing. I still do. Um, but honestly, I think I love being a cut man more than I like riding a motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's just, I don't know. I it's. I get it. It's weird because it's like people like see me. I, in fact, I had like a couple of text messages over the weekend. I'm like, did I just see you on TV? Like people I went to high school with, you know, and I was just, I'm 43 now. Yeah. And they're like, did I just see you on TV? And I'm like, yep. You know, and I mean, what, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You see me on TV. How'd you get that job? Uh, work my ass off. Yeah. What do you mean? Like countless hours of free cut men. Yeah. Like countless hours of just trying to, trying to do what is right and trying to do it the right way and not trying to be, oh, well, not not being an asshole. Yeah. Like that goes a long way. Like try just like some there's like most of almost every cut man I've ever dealt with or cut woman I've ever dealt with have always been the nicest people yeah. and will help you and do anything for you. But there are a few. Yeah. There are a few that are just, you're just like, dude, really? Yeah. You know, but they're the outliers for the most part, like really successful people are usually pretty generous. I will help anybody. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I mean, if you want to learn how to wrap hands or if you want to learn, I'll help you. I, I have no problem with that. I, yeah. I will help anybody, but if you're going to be an asshole yeah. or, or just, you know, just a, a general shitty person, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to deal with you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't have time for that in my life no more. Yeah, dude. You I, gotta, I don't. You got to audit the people in your life 100%. Yeah, you do. And I've learned that. I've learned that uh, in the past like 10 years. I've, I've had to do that. It's hard to lot. do, man. Well, it's, it's hard to do when you want to be a good person yeah. and you want to help everybody. Um, I've noticed that. Like I have... I have a set group of people that I'm super close with, like Sid G. Like I saw, I talk to Sid G every day. Oh yeah. Every single day we talk. Um, Jeremy Johnson, we talk almost every day. You know, I have, I have a lot of um, Jordan, me and Jordan used to talk every single day, but we don't talk as much now, but we do still talk a lot. Um, I try, uh, especially since he's in fight camp right now, I don't like bothering him when he's doing that. Yeah. Um, especially if it's something trivial, just, you know, but I, I will check in on him and, you know, Hey man, how you feeling? How's weight? You know, how's this? Yeah. Just because like I said, I've been with him since day one. Right. You know, and it's like a little brother. Yeah. And I mean, like a dude, I used to like him and Aaron Brown, those guys also used to come to my house and live at my house and eat and we barbecue all the time. I mean, I miss having those. I miss having everybody over all the time, but I also, Got to work, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you got your own things to take care right. of, right? And just it's it's just a little bit of everything. I, you know, I've got a fourteen year old, and and I deal with that, and yeah, you know, just yeah. trying to have fun. Yeah, man, just uh, work and kids, and 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 that that would take up enough. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking before we come on. You got what a ten and an eight? Ten and eight. Yeah, they'll be eleven and uh, nine this year. And um, I like that they're getting What's older. What's their birthdays? Uh, so AJ will turn 11 in uh, July, July uh-huh. 31st, and Addison is June 1st. Okay. Yeah, she'll be nine this year. So my, my my kid, my son just turned, Ryder, he just turned 14 December 15th. Okay. So I took him to Invicta. 
yeah. for his 14th birthday. Oh, he probably enjoyed oh, that. Oh, dude, he had a, he had a blast. He yeah. got he he met uh, Megan Anderson, and I'm like, hey, Megan, can you know can can he get a picture with you? She's like, yeah, absolutely. And he's like, are you from Australia? And he's she's like, well, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh, cool, you know. So he gets this picture, and she walks away, and he goes, oh my god, Dad, she's so hot. <laughs> I start laughing. I start laughing. I'm like, uh, yeah, son, she's very pretty. Yeah, there's a lot of those around. Yes, son. There's a lot of very pretty women in MMA. Yeah, I just like that they're getting older because they're more independent now. Yes. Yeah, it's just a little bit less for me to have to do. My well, eh, just wait. Just, in <laughs> just a different capacity. In a different capacity until they hear it. Until they get to the stage where I'm at, where you're just like. Oh my God! Just do your homework and brush your teeth. Yes, please. Because <laughs> he's he's at that age where he's four, so he's fourteen. So you know, of course, he's going through puberty, and he just doesn't care. He's like, <laughs> like I see him the other day. I'm like, dude, you've had those socks on for three days. I'm like, <laughs> they can literally walk away. Go take a bath. Yeah. Go <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so gross. Deodorant, son. Use it. Yes. I, like I, I got like four things to degree, and I put them in his room, in his bathroom because he's got his own bathroom, and I'm like. There you go, dude. Yeah. Use those. Yeah. Here's a use this toothbrush. Girls don't like nasty teeth. That's you very know. true. Yeah, I man. My son's just starting to get there where he's just you know starting to talk back a little bit and rolling his eyes. Oh. He just knows more now. Oh yeah. I'm just like, dude, yeah. I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at that stage, and I'm also at that stage where he's like, I'm gonna be driving soon, and I'm like, oh god, please save me now. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I just I dread that insurance going up and. He goes, what, so uh, I get your Jeep whenever I turn 16, right? I go, you know how to drive a stick? And he goes, no, you'll teach me. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I won't. Because <laughs> you ain't getting my Jeep. Dude, yeah, you better start working now and save up for something. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, it, it's trying, but it's fun. I mean, I, I absolutely love my son. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's a blessing. He really is. Yeah, man. And, um yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I started really young. I was 20 whenever I had my son. I was 27, 28. Yeah. When I, when I had Ryder, and it's my only kid I have. I only have one, so. Yeah, it's not a bad way to go. Sometimes. I wish, <clears throat> I wish I would, <clears throat> excuse me. I wish he had a brother or a sister. Yeah. Just because, you know, he's the only child, so he's kind of spoiled. Yeah. You know, so he's got that. There is that. But also you see brothers, I'm sure like, you know, like Jordan and his brother, like you have like a training partner. Well, there's three of them. Yeah, there's three of them. Yeah, there's, 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 three of the, there's three of the dowdies. Yeah. No, Jordan's the oldest. Is Jordan the oldest? Jordan's the oldest. Jordan is the oldest. Jer Jared's the middle and, and Jake's the baby. Jake's the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so well, Ryder has three stepsisters now. Okay. So, you know. But he went. Him out some, I hope. Yeah, but he was 12 when he got his, you know, like, <laughs> he was only kidding to like, 12 or 13 or 12, and then, like, his mom got remarried and he's got three stepsisters, and he's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's he, like, all right, what do we do here? Yeah, you well, know? that's a whole lot of uh, yeah. estrogen. Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, he, you know, he, he it, it's, I just shake my head. The, the, some of the shit that comes out of his mouth, you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, do you see yourself in him a lot? You ever, does yeah. he do something? Oh, you're just yeah. like, oh, I did do that. Oh yeah. I? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Oh. Like, mom, dad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my dad. My, so my dad, uh, like, so my dad has a head injury now. He got in an accident a few years ago. But my dad's like always, ha ha. You, you know, he's like, 
you used to do the same shit, you know. <laughs> like here, like my dad doesn't remember yesterday, but he remembers that shit I did twenty, you know, yeah. twenty five years ago. He's it's like, like you're sneaking out of the house and it, doing this. And- oh, ain't no, there ain't no sneaking out the house. I no, I'll kick that ass for that. <laughs> but did you? Is the question? No, 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 no. I knew better. I snuck out a couple times. I didn't get caught, but I think he did though. I think my dad did catch me one time. He was just really cool about it, right? Because um, I had like a little stool out. Like my window was low enough. Right. And I put like a little bucket so I could like step on and like get in and get out. And he's like, "What's this bucket doing here?" I'm like, "I don't know." See, my and here's the here's the messed up part. So where the house I grew up in, like I had a deck on the back of my house. So it was is uh so our house was built on a hill, but we had a deck. And I could just walk around the back door and I never did. Cause I was so scared of my dad. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not, you know, I remember at 15, what he did to me. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm not. Lesson learned. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to, uh, I'll just go to bed. It's like, I like to have a place to live. I like well, that. And I like having my ass where it's at. <laughs> Cause he was straight kicked it. Hey man, different times. So what's going on with you? Anything new? Um, Nothing new. I'm just grinding on the podcast. Got some bigger sponsors now, I see. Yep, Jumbo Superfoods. Right on. Everybody go to jumbocbd.com. <laughs> Save 20% with the code outside. I'm still going to do a pre-roll and plug them in the beginning anyway. But Dude, it, I mean, but hey, you know, it's like me. I've got, you know, Sub-Zero, Cryotherapy, yeah. that MMA show. Tony Rutini has been with me from like almost day one. Yeah. You know, Vinyl Images, John Duver and those guys out there are awesome. I'm trying to sit down with John. He's, uh, so, dude. he's so damn busy. Yeah, dude, that guy, that man is super People busy. don't know it, but John is legitimately, like, he's the best in the fucking industry at what he does. Oh, yeah, like, he teaches people. He, yeah, he, well, he's a consultant, he teaches people well, now. He won, like, rap championship or something like that. Two or three years in a row. Shit, more than that, I thought. I thought it was, like, five or six. It might have been. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I, I mean, just caught the last two or three then. Yeah, like, he's... But dude. he's the leader in his industry. Oh, like, yeah. It's legit. So I have a friend that... That do, that does the same thing, kind of. He, yeah. He owns a graphics company and all that. That's who we used to make my dirt bike graphics and all that. Yeah. So he went to that class that John teaches, and like they start talking, they realize they they knew they both knew me. Yeah. So he calls me, and I'm like, I so I I was talking to Josh, and I'm like, so what do you think? He goes, dude, I feel like an idiot. And he's been doing this. And he like he said he's been doing it for freaking 15, 20 years. Yeah. And he goes. I didn't know half of what his guy knows at all. John is so good, man. He's just yeah. very – he's a very type A. Have you um, ever seen all the stuff they do? It's so amazing. Well, I know he did um, – I've seen, like, the cars and different things yeah. that he's posted, which is really nice. And then um, I first became aware of John – well, obviously he fought some as an amateur, yes, and he's a ref. He's yeah. a great ref. Great ref. He's just good at what he does. Like yeah. anything he decides to do, like he just like he dabbles. Commits. Yeah, he, he commits into it, and he's like, just like, you know what? <sighs> Let's just do this. Yeah, but he does. <laughs> he does all the vinyl and uh, like all the supplement superstores. He does yeah. all of those. And um, yeah, man, he's just. He's Didn't they do man. like a diamond store or something like that? It was. It, it was on. They were on their fa- it was on their Facebook. It was pretty cool. It was like yeah, it was. It well, I was... saw he was wrapping a helicopter a few weeks back. Oh, was he? Yeah. I, I must have missed that one. I was like, holy shit, man! This guy is doing it. Yeah, so I, I watched him sit there and do that. Yeah, so I've got you know they're they're a sponsor of mine, and then the Clinch Gear out in California. Uh, I had to have those guys. I'm a huge Dan Henderson fan. I love Dan Henderson. Yeah, he's like one of my favorite people. Yeah, and I've met him a few times. You know. But uh, I always remember him coming out in clinch gear, and I'm like, I got those guys as sponsors. I'm like, yes. Yes. You know? like that's, I made it. Yeah. And then uh, Pentos Customs uh, over in Alton, it's, or uh, Rosewood Heights, it's a body shop. Okay. Good friend of mine from high school owns it. 
and he always sponsors me every year. Nice. How do you like to go about getting your sponsors? Or like, man, it's it's, it's hard. And well, and then I also have Brad Carey Realty. I forgot yep. about Brad. Brad's a Does huge. Does Brad own one. Nemesis? Yeah, he, he bought Nemesis. Yeah, he okay. bought Nemesis. Him yeah. and, and Marlene. Uh, I, man, it's really hard. I hate asking people for money. For money, do I too? I hate it. Oh, and then I got uh, Image Auto Sales. Um, you also have War Tape, right? Are they no, spot? no, I don't have War Tape. Um, okay. That's uh, they. No, I don't have War Tape. Um, okay. I tried to get War Tape at one point and didn't get them. And it is what it is. Um, yeah. I've actually been using a new, uh, a new tape and gauze called Empire. Okay. And they're from England, and actually they're launching their uh, U.S side um like soon like next couple weeks yeah but i've been using them lately and dude it's so amazing really? like the gauze and the like the gauze was made for wrapping hands it yeah. was it's so i mean like next time i see each other like you need to sit down just wrap me. my hands just wrap me. your hands just so you'd be like, a long time since like, i had oh them wrapped God, yeah dude i didn't even wrap my hands my last fight i know you didn't i was like what are you doing what are you doing you idiot and that's what i said to you too i remember i'm like <laughs> i'm like are you sure and you're like no i'm not gonna i'm like adam it feels, are you sure it feels so good without them though i know it feels so because like when you start grappling yeah that's, i understand that's, that's the difference yeah yeah but people you know, it's like I ask people, do you want your thumb wrapped or this and that? Yeah. You know? and so it, it's, 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 it's all depends on how you want to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like over at CMMA, we wrapped everybody's thumbs, but even though it was a big wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, gym, you know, because of Grant City Wrestling is like a freaking college wrestling. Oh, yeah. Grant City know. has really good wrestling. Right. Well, most of our kids were out of Grant City, mm-hmm. so or guys were out of Grant City. Well, Illinois so. in general just has yeah. really good wrestling. Well, did you see uh, 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 EJ? Yeah, EJ. EJ had a state champ and a third champion placer. And a third placer is first year's head coach. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's and badass. that state champ, I think, is going to like Old Dominion. Or oh, my God. He's really? going to a D1 school, I'm pretty confident. That's awesome. Yeah, Good man. for him, then. Yeah, dude. That's I mean, awesome. I mean, I know EJ had big goals as a head coach, and he's he's and, and knocked it out of the park his first year. Yeah, dude. I mean, just well, crushed it. Such an elite wrestler. Oh yeah, dude. Competitor. Like I, I remember like one of the first times, or not one. Yeah, the the first and only time I ever rolled with EJ, and I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. Sal Woods is the same way. I'm like, yeah. I hate it every time we, you know, you do you're switching your partners and doing that, and I'm like. I think I'm going to set this one out because <laughs> yeah. I hated wrestling with Sal was. Sal has good wrestling. People forget that because he liked to start – he liked to stand and bang with people. Yeah. Sal's a tougher uh, – I just uh, – too- I love him. Yeah, He's- man. It was real unfortunate there for a while. He just kind of became the uh, the gatekeeper for a lot of people. Like, I mean, he fought Tyron Woodley. He fought yeah. Chandler. Know, Chandler. Um, um, two or three other big fights. Yeah. Uh, Pat Healy. Yeah. He fought uh, – God, who else did he fight? I'm trying to remember who else He's he fought. He's fought a lot of people. Dude, that guy's fought everybody. He's tough as nails. Don't care. He'll fight. He, yeah. he doesn't care. Such a nice guy, too. Oh, yeah. And and has a wealth of knowledge, especially about wrestling. Yeah. Like, he made Jordan Bowdy a better wrestler mm-hmm. just by helping, just by training with him. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, he taught me how to, to halfway, you know. Yeah. I mean, I never wrestled. I never did anything until yeah. I stepped the first day in CMMA. I did None. nothing. I raced motorcycles. That's what I did. <laughs> you definitely changed worlds, man. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. That's what everybody says. I'm surprised you're in that. I, I thought you'd be in the motorcycle industry. No. No. I don't want anything to do with the motorcycle industry. Yeah. Why not? Just, you know, just kind of. It's kind of lost its yeah, appeal. Yeah. It lost its appeal to me. Yeah. You know? I understand the feeling because when people ask me, like, do you still want to compete? Because, I mean, I could very well compete. Like, I'm. Mean, it's not like yeah. I can't physically compete. I mean, what are you, 31? 31. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I could physically do it. It's just like I just I just I don't have the drive. Drive. Yeah. yeah. I get it, dude. Trust me, I get it. Yeah, you just lose it. Well, it's like everybody's like, oh, you need you lose some weight, and train. I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm fat right now. I just don't want to. Just fat and happy. Well, A lot of wrestlers can understand that state. Well, that and you know, I, like I said, I've got to have hip replacement. So every day I get off work, I'm hurting. Yeah. Like, I'm sore when I get home from work. And dude, I, I really think that. Nothing. I think the, the muscle bomb will help try big time, dude. I'm definitely going to try I'll send you the link, dude. I use the, um, they have, that's the 100 milligram. I also have a 200 milligram extra strength with uh, with menthol. And it is amazing. The first time I tried it was um, last year, right after a jujitsu tournament. And you know, after sometimes you compete, like you just wake up, you're sore, sore you're yeah. stiff. Yeah. Dude, my hands were stiff. I could barely move them. Put it on my fingers, and then instantly I could bend my yeah, fingers. Yeah, that's what, that's the one thing I would like to see. Cause my I get arthritis in both hands. Yeah. You know? So it's just like I'll let you try some before you leave, dude. You, yeah, definitely try it on. Put my it hands. on your hands yeah, yeah. And, and, and let you feel it. And uh, dude, it feels amazing. But the drops are cool because they're uh, anti-inflammatory. Right. So uh, I mean, a lot of things you know stem from you know lots of inflammation you know what i mean so i think you'll get a good benefit from the cbd for sure and then there's other things that you can do i mean and it, it helps your brain too right so that's always good and then um do you do anything else for your brain have you ever tried um like uh, you know creatine's good for your brain i don't take anything man yeah. i honestly i don't i just you're just like yeah well i i i was uh i had to take medicine like my whole life growing up and yeah i just don't like taking anything if i don't have to yeah like i i, I, I don't I'm even take a, i don't even take aspirin if i don't have me neither to. i don't take I tylenol aspirin advil yeah. i don't take like uh any like over-the-counter like medicines for if i get sick or yeah. something i usually just like tea i really i rarely get sick but I, I try to keep it as holistic as possible yeah i i get i don't get nowhere near as sick as i used to yeah but uh, I just, like I said, I just don't like taking anything. I don't yeah. know what, I, it's just weird. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, Jordan daddy gave me some, uh, pre-workout one day and I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't like you pre-workouts. Know. Do you, uh, you stop into Sub-Zero and do the cryotherapy at all? Has that, have I've you... done it uh, a couple times. Okay. Yeah. I, Didn't know if that would help with your uh, hip or I'd not. I'd rather have Megan just rub me down. Yeah. Those She's, amazing hands yeah, that she I, has. Oh my I've God. I've never gotten stretched or like a massage from her, but I've, oh, I've, you need to. I've only heard good things. You need to. She's like a wizard from yeah, my dude, understanding. You will. She's got magic hands. Yeah. Magic hands. It's like, oh. Like she just knows where you're hurting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. me, it's usually lower back and feet. That's <laughs> <laughs> all this weight, Sid. <laughs> so shoes, bro. The Vans. <laughs> Always. You rock Always. the Vans. I switched to barefoot shoes because they have like a wider toe box and there's right. zero drop on it. So like the heel isn't elevated. So I found like my um, my ankles are just so tight. Which right. then, like, if you kind of go up the chain, like, I feel it in my knees, knees and my hips. And then in your lower back. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, this whole chain. And it yeah. all starts with the feet. So, but, uh, yeah, dude, you're a sneakerhead. Only only for the Vans, though. Only we've, Vans. We've talked about only this. Only Vans. <laughs> and and I, I'm weird about it. I've probably got 40 or 50 pairs of Vans. And I always have to buy the specialty shoe. Yeah. Like, so they have a, a special shoe that comes out every year. And this year is Disney, and this is like the first year I don't think I'm going to buy them. Which so what? What Disney is it? Uh, it's like Mickey Mouse. Oh, and, okay. And it's, it's like, like the it's, classic characters. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like eh. You can buy them and resell them. Uh, yeah, but if I buy them, I'll probably just end up, they'll end up in a box. Cause like I got a pair of Charlie Brown ones. Yeah. And they're still sitting in the box. I bet those look so cool. They are cool because it's his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So they next time I see you, the I'll, yellow I'll, with like a brown line. Yeah. yeah. Next time I see, you, I'll break them out and wear them. Uh, and then I've got a uh, – this past year was uh, Marvel, so I got Deadpool ones. Those are sick, I'm sure. The high tops, yeah, those are cool. But they're leather, and I don't really like leather shoes. Yeah. 
but they're cool. I like them. I mean, just I just like the Deadpool design on yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it just it was looks cool. cool. Like these are the, where these are the ultras, and dude, these things are so comfortable and so light. They're like more oh, yeah. like a Nike. Oh yeah, these are super know? flexible, yeah. super light, airy. Yeah, so they make these in a couple different styles. And in fact, I've got my first pair of Nikes this recently in like probably 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I bought a girlfriend, got them for me on uh, from Kohl's. They were like 30 bucks. Uh, and I just use them as my cut shoes. It so, works. Yeah. You get blood I mean, on those. No yeah, big who deal. cares? Yeah, I don't yeah. care if they get blood on those. Yeah, I mean, when you find what you like, it's just uh, it's hard to switch. Yeah. Well, then I've turned my kid into a Vans sneakerhead, and he's like, <laughs> he's. I still got his first pair of Vans. I bought him, and they were Stormtrooper Vans. They're they they have they literally look like a stormtrooper is because that's the other thing is I'm a huge Star Wars geek. Are you? Oh, I love Star Wars. I have Star. I have a Invicta two Invicta watches. They're both Star. I uh, got um, stormtroopers in them. Oh, nice. Yeah, so like one's white and black, and then one other one's just all black. And uh, like so, anything with Star Wars, dude. I I I'm a geek for it. I don't know what it is. I just remember growing up and going like that's like the first movie my parents ever took me to. Yeah. At the theater, and I just love it. I don't know. It's I've good story, the, man. I just love the whole um, surrounding of it. Other than the the last movie was kind of. I was going to ask you. Yeah, what, what what did you think of the more recent? I mean, Solo. What did you think of that? I liked Solo. Yeah. I I enjoyed Solo. I really liked um, Rogue One. Yeah. I really dug Rogue One because it it kind of ties in. You know. I like Rogue One. Uh, how they got the 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 plans for the Death Star. Mm-hmm. So that that really really got me where I was like, Oh, this is cool. You know, I, I really enjoyed rogue one. Um, the last Jedi was, eh, you know, it just, yeah. I don't know. Luke went out like a bitch. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I just, and you know, I, it was okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the next one. Yeah. You know, I think they screwed up not letting JJ Abrams take over the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, he did such a good job with the Star Trek. I don't know if you've seen Star Trek. I love Star Trek movies. The the J.J. Abrams ones or mm-hmm. okay. yeah, the brand new ones. The brand right? new ones. There's yeah. only two, right? Is there yeah, a third there's only one? two. Okay. There's only two that I know of right now. Yeah, I think there's a third one coming out soon or something. But I don't know if it's really J. J. good Abrams. reboot though. I mean, yeah. So like, like J.J. Abrams, I really think that he should have been running that whole franchise, at least for right now. You yeah. know. <laughs> but that's you know just my opinion. I yeah, mean, uh, who am I? You know, I'm so easy to please. I I go and I just learned to go into a lot of movies without any expectation. I'm just like, yeah, it was entertaining. I mean, I'm not such a diehard right. fan where right. I, I can just like pick shit. I was like, that's uh, wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. This is all off timeline. Right. What's going on? Yeah, it's like if you read the books, you're like, what the, you know, it's like a, it's like <laughs> pulled your hair out. Right. It's like a what was the. Clerks too, and he, yeah, you know, they're just like, I just laugh at that. I love that's another one I I really get into is um, is uh, Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, he's I, so good, man. I really like the Kevin Smith series. You know, all his movies. Yeah, growing up, my best friend said he was going to get every single movie that Jay and Silent Bob was in. Like even if it was just like a brief cameo. Yeah, it was like because I think uh, they had a brief cameo in uh, one of the Scream movies. And he's like, I'm gonna even get that one. I think so. It was like Scream two, two or three. One, I can't remember. I can't remember but yeah. it was a very brief cameo. I know they did a bunch of stuff up in Canada too, Degrassi or something like that. Uh, they were in like a TV show. Were they in that show? Yeah. Okay. They were in that I didn't TV watch show. that show. I just know that show because when Drake 
hit the scene, like the rapper Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I don't know what the uh, fuck you're talking about. I'm, <laughs> that, that, that blank look in my eyes, like, who's Drake? Yeah. No, I mean, I know who he is. I'm just. But uh, yeah, whenever he first came on the scene, everybody's like, oh yeah, the the guy who was on Degrassi, who was in the wheelchair. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Right. I don't watch that show. I really, and people talk to me now, and I live under a rock. I don't watch TV. Right. So obviously, I watch the shit out of TV. Yeah. You know, I just uh, always have. I mean, I've been watching this. What's the Seal Team? It's on Wednesday nights, and it has okay. been on for like the past like three weeks. And I'm getting mad. I'm like, I want to watch that show. I really dig it. Yeah. You know, I just um, I just uh, canceled cable just just for the financial aspect yeah, of it. I'm I just understand. Like, yeah. So I just have Netflix, and uh, well, actually, I have quite a few things on Netflix, Prime. I use my mom's Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> we so I have Prime and Netflix. Um, yep. Just trying to finish up. I actually still have not finished up season two of The Punisher, which I really got into. It's good, man. I know I it just is. Finished and I, it. I haven't finished it I'm yet. So disappointed to find out they canceled it. It's going to Disney Plus. That's what, but here's the thing. I okay, so that's what I thought. I, I think it is. It I is. thought that Disney was going to take. I mean, they're making their own platform. They're going to take right. all, all Marvel with them. But somebody told me that they weren't going to take the Marvel shows that Netflix made because they were too dark. Really? That's what I. That's what they told me. I'm like, uh, I well, mean, they let them actually make an R-rated Punisher finally, and yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, don't, I hope they. I, I hope, hope they do. Because I, I really like. Over it, yeah, but I really like John Bernthal. Yeah, man, he is the Punisher. Yeah, he's the Punisher. Yeah, dude. dude. I mean, plain and simple. I mean, he just does so good. He's Frank Castle all he's, day long. He's he's one of the best actors at um at crying and looking like he's not trying to cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> did, did did you see uh, the accountant with uh, him and Ben Affleck? Where yes, ben Affleck, that was a good such a good movie. The, and he was good in that, you know. And it's like, oh, that's my brother. I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen that movie, well, check it out. It's not new. <laughs> yeah, no, at all. Such a good movie. But uh, yeah, it's just been crazy. Yeah, I just can't believe that they're doing that. But yeah, uh, there's. Have you so you got Prime? Have you checked out? Um, uh, what was the name of that? Uh, I don't can't remember. Well, I'll look it up here in a second when we're done with this. Yeah, we'll talk you. about. it. <laughs> I just started watching um, the uh, the Umbrella School, or it's a new show on Netflix. Umbrella something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Umbrella Academy, and it's brand new. It just started coming on. It's uh, the synopsis is like forty, I think forty three women around the world like had they woke up one day they weren't pregnant and then they gave birth. Yeah. And uh, okay, yeah, I know that's 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 strange <laughs> enough. But then there's this eccentric billionaire went and adopted adopt. He bought like seven of the kids. Okay, and uh, six of them end up having like these superpowers. <laughs> so that's kind of like the the basis of the show. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. Okay, it's really interesting. <laughs> I know it sounds. I I watched the uh, the trailer. I'm like, oh, this is pretty interesting. And I started watching it today. I think I'm like two or three episodes in. Right on. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. There's just so much content though. Oh, there's so much stuff on there. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you're like, uh, and just keep scrolling. Yeah. And you're like, okay, there's nothing here I really, really got to watch. So I'll go back to regular TV. Yeah. I just tell myself, I'm like, all right, do I really want to commit to this? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is like an X amount of hours of you're my looking, life. Yeah. I'm looking at the watch. I'm like, ah, I can get sneak one or two episodes in. And then it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, shit, I got to get up in like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why did I do this? Yeah, man. Or if the show's been out for a while, I'm like, all right, well, there's four seasons, like, 10 episodes per season, like X amount. I'm like, all right, this is going to be like, this oh. much amount of my life I'm about to commit to this show. That's the name, Bosch. 
Bosch? Bosch on on uh, Prime. It was good. I'll it's a detective it show. Okay. Cool. I like detective shows. Yeah. My girlfriend does too. She's yeah. into that shit. Yeah, you'll like that. She watches so many murder mysteries. It kind of, I don't know if I should be worried. <laughs> <laughs> as long as she ain't watching Dexter, you're good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's watching it now. <laughs> That's awesome series. I love that show, uh-huh. dude. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's really so good. good. All right, Craig, we've been going for a little bit now. Oh, yeah, we have. I have to go we? teach some kids jujitsu here in like oh, 30 minutes. Okay, yeah, and I got to go home. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's wrap this up. Um, I think you plugged all your sponsors, but if you want to plug anything else, yeah, your sponsors or, you know, your definitely socials. Definitely like to thank uh, uh, Rotini Roofing, um, Clinch Gear, uh, Sub-Zero Cryotherapy, that MMA show, uh, Pentos Customs, uh, Vinyl Images, yep. uh, Image Auto Sales. Uh, Brad Carey Realty. If you need a house, call Brad. Um, thank everybody there. Um, you can check me out on Facebook on at Craig Nacello, uh f- on Instagram yeah. at Cutman Craig. Yeah, I'll put your links in the in the yeah. show notes. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just uh, appreciate you having the time and taking the time to sit down with me, man. I Absolutely, think we kind of we went a little bit everywhere, didn't we? Yeah. Well, that's not how most of our conversations it's go. Good to, yeah. I mean, we, every time we talk with, we're like, we'll start on something that's like a. Our, both of our ADDs kick in, and we're like, <laughs> what about this? Yeah. You know? Oh, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, squirrel. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, man, I appreciate it. All I right, really brother. Do. All right, everybody, till next time. <laughs>